There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Now, we mentioned this on the program yesterday and I said I must get a hold of Jennifer. Jennifer is a lady, I don't know if it's a one-woman campaign or whether she's part of a group, but I'm beginning to like what she's saying. And I could be I could be wrong, but I'm just sort of drawn to it slightly because in the wake of the disaster that was the Premark fire, we've had a significant amount of changes in the Donegal Place, Royal Avenue area. And slowly it's getting back to normal. Very slowly, very slowly. But you will have noticed how pleasant it is to walk in the middle of the road. No buses. Uh, Jennifer is Jennifer Hanratty. Good morning, Jennifer. Hi. Hi, Frank. Jennifer, this is interesting. We were reading your text and your tweets yesterday and we were uh, basically uh, having a discussion about it on the radio and I was glad you were available to to come on. What are, what are you hoping to achieve? Um, but what I'm hoping to achieve is that instead of opening up Royal, the Royal Avenue, not all of Royal Avenue, basically just from where Zara is up the City Hall, um, it's due to reopen in June to traffic and to buses. And I'm proposing just that we keep it pedestrianised. Okay, okay, so again, I always need reminded, Royal Avenue, Donegal Place. My understanding is Donegal Place runs from... City Hall down to Premark. Royal Avenue is from Premark up past Debenhams. Maybe I have them the wrong way around. But those two stretches of road, you want them, you want them to be, uh, to one half of it to be pedestrianised. Is, is, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I guess it would be the Donegal Place. Uh, sorry, then. I, uh, that's, new, that's new information to me. Uh, but no, yeah, no, hold on, hold on. I, I could be wrong. I'll get my producer to <laughs> finally check for me which is Royal Avenue, which is Donegal Place. I think Donegal Place is the one that has boots in it. I think Royal Avenue is the one that has Debenhams in it. We'll wait until right, okay. we have it confirmed. <clears throat> it's just being confirmed. For once in my life, I'm right. Okay, so you... Oh, right, okay. Okay, well, I'm wrong. Okay. No, no, you want, oh, yeah, you, want Donegal, you want Donegal Place to be pedestrianised. Yeah, yeah. Um, just the, in the in the wake of the Primark fire, uh, everything kind of died down, and slowly, kind of month by month, they've been reducing the the the, the barrier around Primark. So there's different bits of it open, and they want to open the rest of it up from June. Um, and yeah, like you said, if you've noticed, it was quiet, and as the, as the weather has improved and as the barricade has come back, um, the, the whole area has become a much nicer place to be. Um, it's much nicer to walk in. It's much much nicer to work in and shopping. And it's you you see you now groups of people hanging around at lunchtime, and it's just it's made the whole area improve so much much better than what it was before before last September. 
I, I agree with you. I've been down there and that area in front of Marks, in front of Boots, uh, that general place there is very user-friendly for footfall and for just casually ambling about. One of the negatives for me shopping in the city centre would have been anywhere from really uh, Donegal Place through to the end of Royal Avenue past Debenhams would have been or past Castle Court would have been the buses coming up and down the middle of the road. There seemed to be a lot of buses. Buses were coming yeah. for, for, for forever. I would go I would go as far as to say that it might be worth banning the buses from that entire stretch. But I'm I'm just thinking of you know, going on ambling about in the city of a of a day like you know, today you might go in and you think, right, well, this is this is pretty casual, this is enjoyable. Why do they need to bring the buses back? Why would they need to bring them back in Royal Avenue in front of Castle Court? Why why are you not so concerned about that part? Well we've had seven months, I think it's about seven months since the Primar Fire and, and in that time all the major bus stops have been rerouted. So anything that was along the front of Royal Avenue, um, they were all rerouted. And um, I know that uh, I get the, the number one bus and it would move to High Street. So we've all had time to adjust to the new bus stops and the new kind of routes around the city centre. And I just don't think that there's a need to, to bring it back. Um, OK, I, so you'd be happy enough then for no buses from really the first building there on Donegal Place, the whole way past the whole way to Royal Avenue and past Castle Court. You would be happy enough for no buses on both stretches. Um, well, I'm not. I'm not. Con- I, I don't know to be honest with you. It depends what the Department for Infrastructure says in the matter. Um, me, I was mainly concerned with the Donegal Place area just because mm-hmm. it's uh, and it also then I guess in front of McDonald's as well. You know, in front of Primark as well. There were actually little like a little playground for children and stuff too. Um, so that kind of area is just, I guess, more important maybe that we can keep it pedestrianised, bring in tourists, bring in markets, bring in... Uh, I know that Belfast City Council are actively looking for market space and it's right in front of them, literally at the doorstep. Um, so it just seems a shame to have all that go to waste. Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting initiative that you've brought upon yourself. I know you've written to council, you've written to the Department mm-hmm. of Infrastructure and you've got me thinking about it and... I was never overly happy with the buses there when you're trying to cross the road. I always found there were too many buses from Castle Court the whole way to City Hall. That that was my general feeling as a shopper in the town. Every time you wanted to cross the road, there was like a slightly, and I'm not saying the bus drivers are angry, but there was a slightly angry-looking bus driver who was trying to get his or her work done understandably trying to get their work done because it must be a blooming nightmare with everyone crossing the street, crossing the street, crossing the street. So, I, you know, it, it wasn't the most comfortable of places to cross Royal Avenue or Donegal mm. Place. Now that we've got used to just dandering about, it could be one of the benefits of the fallout yeah. from the fire. Um, do you think you'll get much support? Um, well, I... I I wrote some tweets uh, a couple of days ago and there seems to be a, quite a bit of support on Twitter. Um, I've written to a few councillors and MLAs and they have uh, some of them have replied back with their support. So I just need to figure out what we can do next. And if if anyone listening um, has an interest in this and wants to see this happen as well, like get in touch with your, your local councillors. Um, their elections are coming up, so they want to help you <laughs> to get your vote. So um, it's worth a shot. Like It's a now or never opportunity because if once the buses come back I don't see the, I don't see how likely it will be that we'll have this discussion again 
So we need to try to do it now while we can. Very good. Jennifer, really appreciate you coming on. Thank you indeed. So Jennifer has more or less convinced me. I'm sort of in her camp. But... Draw me out of the camp if you are listening to this. You're thinking, for goodness sake, Frank, what are you talking about? We need the buses back. We need them going past Castlecourt. We need them going past Boots. We need them and we need them now. You're equally as welcome as Jennifer on the programme. 02890 Kate has a point to make about this. Uh, good morning, Kate. Good morning, Frank. Well, where, are you, where are you on it, Kate? Well, I certainly think that the buses should go back and the car, access to cars. As I say, I myself, as I say, as a disabled driver at the moment, I certainly and always enjoyed being able to drive through Donegal Place, up Castle Place in the Donegal Place. I could park there. I could park and get very easy access into a few shops there. And that's gone now. So I, like many, many other drivers like myself, haven't been in the city centre since the fire. So there's certainly a loss of revenue from me and many other people to the shops. And also, um, thinking about the shopkeepers, I know they still have are very, very low down on their, their walking trade and their passing trade. I think because it's not open, the buses and cars. You think, so the, think you think, think the trade think is problem. down because because the buses don't go go past. I I would have thought the trade's down simply because there's that Horlicks in the middle of the town that is the abandoned almost abandoned yes. the wrong word, but it's the skeleton of the Primark fire. So no it's... no one really wants to to go there. But when that if you fast forward say twelve months from now and that is corrected and everyone's happily going up and down and all the shops are, are open. Do you not, do you not yes. think that the shops would be booming if the buses weren't there? Everyone coming in and walking and shopping no, no, and I, enjoying? I think they were booming. I mean, they were booming before the fire. And a lot of that to do, I know Primark's a great institution was there, but a lot of that was to do because of the volume of traffic going through, the buses, the cars, people live at the park. Throughout the day, there would have been hundreds, maybe thousands of cars stopping in stopping in stopping in stopping that's all gone so i think that it is a big loss to them and certainly for people like myself who depended on being able to get in to park there in donegal place or high street we've lost that so i certainly haven't been in the town since october yeah you know, no, and i'm sure there's many hundreds maybe thousands like me yes now we're not suggesting that you couldn't park in high street there's that's not been suggested uh-huh. and and the the, the the number of cars that were allowed in your your car may have been allowed in as you made special access because of your blue badge or whatever well, I, I'm not Castle sure. Castle Place really. Yeah. Said it was Castle Place. You can't park in. You can't park in now. Yes. Yeah, so you know, I, I'm I'm totally open to uh, people who may be of limited mobility having a special pass. That's that's not the issue. But the 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 bus yes. the buses going up and down the main thoroughfare uh, is what Jennifer has has raised, which I think is a negative to the city centre. The buses forever go maybe the up bus, and down. Maybe they could stop the buses, but as I say, would would the street be open still for access, for driver access? Well, certainly park? certainly High Street that you made reference to, High Street where, where Dunn's... It's already open. Is, yes, High Street's already open, but Castle yeah. Place isn't, and Donegal Place, where you could drive up Castle Place and down Donegal Place to, toward the City Hall. Yeah. You can't do that anymore. I think there was a slight suggestion. Maybe, is Jennifer still listening to this? You still listening, Jennifer? Yes, yes, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. was there a suggestion that you were going to, uh, in some way, restrict access down past where the, uh, gosh, I can't, I can't think of the name of the Blimmin Street, but down towards Dunn's from Primark, whatever that street's called, were you going to restrict access in that street? 
No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking of there. But what I was saying was that there's a park there currently, like a temporary kind of kids park. But that could be. I'm assuming that could be moved. That's not a permanent fixture. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fair enough. That, I think that's important uh, because I couldn't support you on that one, uh, Kate. That that street that leads if you're standing with your back Castle to Primark. Yeah. Is that Castle Place? If you're standing with your back to Castle Primark, Place. walking down towards High Street, that's Primark. Uh, that's that's um. We'd have to definitely have car access there, and some of the buses. Well, there always was. You, you yeah. could drive up High Street, right up Castle Place, and turn left there at McDonald's. Yeah, no, I, on, that would be the, that would be the difference. You could you could come up High Street, you could go into Castle Place. There would be a little roundabout. You'd have to go back down. You in in in, in my plan. You wouldn't be able to go on to Donegal Place, or you wouldn't be able to go on to Royal Avenue with your car unless you had a special, a special permit. And there would be no buses on that main stretch from City Hall the whole way to to Castle Court. That's where I would see the pedestrianisation as being a, a real, a real plus. But it would be a disadvantage to you, Kate. It would be a disadvantage to me and thousands like me. So currently, you, any any cars going through must have the disabled badge. Any cars. And if you look, whenever before the Primark fire, Donegal Place was packed with cars, all packed there, every one of them with a blue badge. So there was a lot of blue badge shoppers shopping there at the time. So I think the shop holders would certainly like that to continue as it was. Yeah, this is an, another important point. Uh, Kate, thank, thank you indeed. <clears throat> now, Jim has a point that he'd like to add to this discussion. Uh, good morning, Jim. Uh, good morning, Frank. How are you? Uh, very well, Jim. Where, where are you on the pedestrianisation from City Hall the whole way to Castle Court? Uh, yes, well, I agree with the girl there that, uh, before. Up until the pre-mark there, the only people that could go up High Street, uh, up Castle Place, and then to the Donegal Place would actually have been blue badge holders. Okay. And, uh, but, been, but, yeah, but no one... The motors wouldn't, wouldn't, have, been, wouldn't have been allowed to do that. Yeah. But, but my, my point, the reason I rang the other day was, or yesterday was, to actually talk and advise the blue badge holder that that part of... Uh, that part of High Street, which is directly opposite Dunn Stores, that, that wee area there, there is a lot of parking spaces there, sorry, parking areas. There are double yellow lines, but that's only for blue badges. There's an area just opposite Dunn's, which is actually for coaches. You know those big red um, tour, tour buses? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, but well, obviously the tour buses cannot use that at the moment. Uh, since, the, since the pre-mark fire. And what is happening is that the blue badge holder is actually parking in that area and he's receiving a parking ticket and he has to pay £45. I was, in, I was in High Street there on Monday and there was four cars in a row ticketed exactly in, 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 in that spot. The blue badge holder is expecting just the, the traffic warden to ignore that area simply because the buses or coaches can't use it. And they're giving out the giving out the the tickets. Well, the you know the red coats are going to adhere to the the rules, whatever the rules happen to be. Are you in favour or not in the pedestrianisation of Donegal Place and Royal Avenue? No, I wouldn't be in favour of that. No, no, I, I would say bring it back to where it was before, where you had limited access to that area for uh, for transport for blue badge holders in particular. But what about uh, the buses? buses? What about the buses? I I have a sympathy for the blue badge holder. I'm just wondering why I need to stop every time across the road because another bus is going past. Yes, well, again, if you don't do that, there you're going to reroute the buses somewhere else, and then it takes longer journeys and whatever, and it cause traffic congestion some other place. I think leaving Royal Avenue or putting it back the way it was and Donegal Place back the way it was before is the ideal situation. 
Jim, thank you very much indeed. Uh, 028903105 This is the U105 phone in. A few years ago, according to the texter, a few years ago, there was talk about making the city centre, including the front grounds of City Hall down Donegal Place, all pedestrianised. I'm not sure if Royal Avenue was included. I think it could have been postponed for public consultation, but I don't know what happened to it. There were drawings and it looked beautiful. I would be all for it. I think people would come into the centre for shopping or otherwise in their droves, says Brenda. Uh, Brenda, yeah, when we were looking into this uh, this morning, uh, we reminded ourselves indeed of that very project. And the Department of Infrastructure, uh, Belfast Streets Ahead, Phase 2 is what you're talking about. Phase 2 of the Department of Social Development, say Belfast Streets Ahead project, which was to be focused on full pedestrianisation of Donegal Place and the creation of an iconic square linking it to City Hall has been, as you would imagine, postponed. Uh, This would involve extensive public realm improvements to the local street network and the removal of through traffic from the front and back of City Hall. Now, what they discovered was the road capacity for travelling east to west and west to east across the city centre would have been significantly reduced and it was planned it was planned that displaced traffic would be accommodated by completing the city centre ring road, including Durham Street to Cromack Street on the south side of the city centre. I'm trying to visualise that as I'm reading it. But the most important thing was there, you are right, there were, there were all sorts of plans to extend pedestrianisation right out around the city hall. And indeed, uh, they postponed it. Uh, for obvious reasons, they couldn't deliver it. Right, uh, 02890-33105. I get a sense of why they postponed it, because we can't agree on whether or not we want a pedestrianisation just on one stretch from, really, from Boots the whole way to Castlecourt. And for every person who's saying it's a good idea, there's someone who's saying that it's uh, not so smart. Uh, Jim is a bus driver. Uh, Jim, uh, good morning to you. Uh, this uh, text, I'm, I'm not sure, Jim just uh, Jim just says he's a bus driver on the text. He doesn't tell me what his opinion is. Uh, I presume you want the buses to continue, Jim. Uh, Tom, however, does give his opinion. He says, hi, Frank, in connection with the buses, have you or any of your listeners noticed how buses are pulling in when picking up passengers? They put the nose of the bus into the designated stop but leave the rear of the bus out on the road. This means drivers behind the bus have to wait for the bus to pull out again or attempt to pass when they get a safe opportunity. This is on the busy roads throughout Belfast and it's becoming more common. I get a sense you are right, Tom. I've noticed that myself and I think it's down to the buses are so busy and they're meeting deadlines and if they only pull in the front of the bus then everyone has to wait behind them. And it makes their job easier. And a wee bit of waiting behind a bus isn't the worst thing in the world because the other side of that coin is the bus driver pulls fully in, then nobody lets him back out or her back out. So that's, that's the, that's, you know, we all have to cooperate, I think, with our bus providers. Um, I've got the other bit of Jim's text here. It says, Frank, I'm a bus driver and I would prefer Royal Avenue, Donegal Place, to remain pedestrianised. It's a nightmare driving down there. People pushing their buggies out in front of the bus and drunk people staggering out onto the road. That's, see, you have to see it also from the bus driver's perspective. When the buses were there, I always found it difficult to walk across the road because 
you got a sense that the buses were frustrated. The bus drivers were frustrated with the 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 foot the pedestrians. They were, you know, oh gosh, not another person stepping out in front of me. So uh, uh, yeah, you do have to see it from both angles. But now that the buses are no longer there, should we be reintroducing them? Is the question this morning. O two eight nine O treble three one o five O double seven double six one o five one o five. Frank Belfast City Centre could be pedestrianised from Castle Court to City Hall. It would be a great walk from shop to shop, and there'd be no worries about the buses going past. Says Big D in Carrick, and D, who's in Temple Patrick, doesn't shop here anymore because the bus from Temple Patrick doesn't stop at a convenient point for her, as indeed uh, she has a, a mobility problem. D, uh, good morning, good mornings. Coming up on twenty. 25 minutes to 11. This is the U. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 105 phone in. 